Welcome to Sausage on a Fork, a podcast dedicated to the UK's longest-running children's drama programme, Grange Hill. My name's Neil, and in each episode, I'll interview a former cast member about their life before, during and after their time on the programme. Okay, Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Sausage on a Fork. And I am absolutely delighted to say that I have been joined by none other than Tim Polly, who played Stephen Banksy Banks. Tim, welcome to Sausage on a Fork. Hello, Neil. Hello. Well, hello. Thanks very much for inviting me along. Not a problem. Not a problem. And Happy New Year to you. Yeah, Happy well. New Year to you and everyone else. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Okay, Tim, we'll, we'll start the way we start every episode. And if you can tell us how you got into acting. Right, well, the, I mean, this is what I remember anyway. I was about <laughs> five years old. So my mum tells me anyway. I was about five years old uh, at Butlin's Holiday Camp. Um, I went up on stage and she really can't remember exactly what I did. And I <laughs> certainly can't remember what I did. Uh, but apparently, I had some of the audience in tears, some of the audience laughing. Um, and my dad come up with this quick brainwave. Why don't we stick him with an acting agency? Why don't we try and do something with him? <laughs> yeah, uh, so from there, I didn't actually get an agent as such from there. Because as I say, I was only five. It wasn't until uh-huh. I was about, I don't know, uh, 10, 11, maybe. Right. And I started with a, a dance school called Gene Hewitt's Dance mm. School. Um, yeah, that's this is what I started to do. And so basically I went into a dance school and I was learning dance, not acting. Right. Uh, and in there I learned uh, modern tap, ballet even. Uh, uh-huh. Did different dance, basically, and got some medals in that as well. I was quite pleased with it. Yeah. Suggested to my mum and dad, why don't you put in with an actual agent and to see if he can actually get any work, you know. Yeah. She's thinking dance, and I, I'm thinking all the time, as far as I remember, I don't really want to be a dancer. I'd rather be an actor. Yeah. They, um, we found Sylvia Young. Well, she they, she put us on to Sylvia Young. Right. Back at the time, it was called Young'un's, Young'un's Agency. Uh-huh. Uh, and she'd literally just sort of started out back then, like right. early 70s. Um, Again, as I remember, she had a, a two-up, two-down house at Wanstead in Wanstead Flats. Right. I don't know if this is a, a figment of my imagination or if it's real, because my mum can't remember. But I'm sure it was. That's how she started. And that's how I started attending her agent, going around literally to her house. Uh-huh. And then from there, she went and got premises. Uh, in the end, she had a school down in, in Marylebone, in London. Right. Um, now, I'd been with her now at this point for a few years, a couple of years or so. I'd had a couple of just little background bits if you like uh-huh. but just to give me a give me a taste of what it's actually going to be like to work within the business if you like yeah um and then sylvia actually invited me along or asked my mum and dad would they like to put me into her school full time right so immediately mum and dad said no there's no way we can afford that like they told her the rates uh we, we can't we just couldn't wouldn't be able to afford that we've got right. three other kids yeah. as well as tim right Anyway, Sylvie said to her that uh, let him join the school. He can pay for his own fees through the work he'll get. This right. is how confident she was. Uh, and in the meantime, we'll come to some sort of an arrangement. Basically, I went to the school and, and didn't pay full fees for a little while until I was really up and running until my mum and dad could actually do it properly as well. Uh, yeah. I was very lucky, very, very lucky that yeah. Sylvie... Sylvie literally took me under her wing and, I was, and I'll, I'll always be grateful to this day for that. 
Yeah. And it was because I got in the school is how I actually started to get proper jobs, get proper work. Uh-huh. And that's sort of where it started, really. So around about 11, 12 is when I actually really got going. Lee Spark was on, and Lee Spark was telling us about when he did Bugsy Malone. Yeah. Uh, and you were in that with him, weren't you? Fantastic, yeah. And uh, somebody sent on Facebook the other week a photograph of me and Lee in, in like the dressing rooms, I think it was. Really? In the back, and you've got Stephen McIntosh sitting there, and I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, I know I used to know the lad, but I feel yeah. like I don't know the lad because I've spent some years. And because Steve McIntosh has gone on to do some big yeah. things, yeah, he, he really done some big stuff. He played Dandy Dan, right, in Boxing Malone, and um, we had Lee Ross, uh, you yeah, know Lee Ross as well. We had him playing Fat Sam, yeah. Uh, I played a character called Lefty, one of uh, Fat Sam's gang, right. It really was. A fantastic, unbelievable experience doing that show. Yeah. Uh, we did that for three months. Well I, well, I was in it for three months. Right. Um, they have what you call companies. Because we were kids underage, we could only work so many days of the year. Uh-huh. Um, so we had, like, companies. I was in what they call company three. Uh, so company one went on first. They did three months stint. Then company two went on. They did a three-month yeah. stint. And then company three went on, which was my company. We did our three months. And then company four... They withdrew the show halfway through. Wow. So I was extremely lucky when it, as long as it did for me to appear. Yeah, Fiona Lee Fraser was in one of the other companies as well. Um, she That's was saying right. when she was on as well, yeah. I don't know if it was the one that got pulled. She never mentioned that one. Like, But yeah, <laughs> but yeah she was in as well. You've mentioned a couple of people who were in Bugsy Malone, but did you get to work with any other, like, you know, sort of famous people when you were in your early days? My like? early days, um yeah, and it's not till later in life when you, you it actually dawns on you that you've worked with these folks. Right. So, for instance, Nigel Planner. Right, uh, yeah. Uh, Neil, yeah, from Young yeah. Ones. Yeah. So he was in a show called Shine on Harvey Moon. Uh-huh. This is before, I think it was before he was a known face as well. Right. I don't think he was known at the time. But he played like the son in that uh, to, the, to the daughter of Harvey Moon. Right, um, I just basically played a little uh, friend, a little urchin friend, if you like, of uh, the young lad of Harvey Moon. Right. Uh, that was my first real professional job, if you like. Uh-huh. Um, I remember that as well quite well. I passed out on set one day. <laughs> <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> the weather was so cold. It was it was Baltic. It was like one degree, two degree, and we were filming outside. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I flakes out. My girlfriend only calls me Flaky Jakey because I do it every <laughs> every now and again. I have a flake out. Well, I did them back then, and I remember that passing out on set. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was he was my first real professional person that I worked with, right. and the guy that guy of course that played Harvey Moon. Now I can't remember his real name. No, I, I life, can't. But he's done a lot of work. Yeah. I've seen him face pop up a lot on on the TV. So I worked with him as well, of course. Um, what's the name who plays Birds of a Feather? Uh, Pauline Quirk, Linda Robson. Pauline Quirk, isn't yeah. it? The one who does the loose women. Right, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, uh, I only know because my girlfriend has this <laughs> right. stuff on. I don't watch it. Listen, don't get it wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, she played the daughter. She was the daughter of Harvey Moon, so right. it was her I was worked with as well. Yeah. Um, and then other famous people I met, I met Christopher Reeve once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was at the BBC Cantine. We were filming Grange Hill. We were gone for our lunch. 
the golden rule when you're an actor is you don't ask other actors for autographs. You right. just, it's a no-no. <laughs> you can not do that. Uh, and you also don't get starstruck around other actors, which is because we were kids and we were kids. Yeah. Of course I'm going to get starstruck. Yeah, definitely. It's Superman, it's Superman yeah. <laughs> They're in the flesh. And all the kids on the table, I can't remember exactly who was on my table. Don't be silly. You can't go over and speak to him. You're at the BBC canteen. Don't be silly. <laughs> and I thought, how can I do this? I've got to speak to him. I know. I'll go and ask him for me for my sister. I'll get an autograph for my sister. <laughs> and I did exactly that. I walked over and... And I'm really glad I did. I mean, I shouldn't have done. Like I say, it's unprofessional. But yeah, I was a kid, and I'm glad I did because now I remember it very well. And when he stood up, he was like a mountain. Yeah, it, you know. And well, how are you doing, kid? And his American accent. Yeah. Uh, and he put his hand out to shake my hand. His his hand was like a shovel. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll never forget it. He had piercing blue eyes, yeah. uh, and I just said, I'd like to get an autograph for my sister, please. And, and that was that. I met Christopher Reeve. I was very chuffed about that. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Because everyone says, you know, he, he, people played Superman before and people played Superman after. But he was Superman, wasn't he? You know, oh, he um... was. He, I think he always will be the actual Superman as we know it. I mean, our generation yeah. anyway, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. It was a terrible, terrible shame what happened to him as well. I'll never yeah. forget that. Yeah. Terrible. So is it true that before you were in Grange Hill, you'd already been part of the Grange Hill universe because you were in Tucker's luck as boy playing yeah. football? <laughs> is that is that is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was actually because of Tucker's luck, is like you say, it was the avenue towards Grange Hill. Right. Um basically I loved like all kids back in the day, absolutely loved. Grange Hill. I even bunked a detention once to go home and watch Grange Hill. <laughs> it was only on once a week back then, wasn't it? This was before the days of having a video recorder and, uh-huh. and video in the episode and etc. If I didn't get home to see that episode, I wasn't going to see that episode and it, it wasn't happening. I had yeah. to see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I bunked school and then I went to watch it. But because when I got my part in, and it was only a very small part, I think I had two lines, one line, I can't even remember now. Uh-huh. In Tucker's luck, um, the director that was directing that show said, "You know they're auditioning again in a few weeks' time for the next series of Grange Hill." Nice. So I'd heard about it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Why don't you take yourself along? I think there's a couple of characters you might be, you might be able to read for. I think you could be good to read for. Why don't uh-huh. you do that? Speak with your agent and get an appointment in the next couple of weeks. So I did exactly that, and sure enough, um, they sent me along to read for a part called Loop. Uh-huh. I remember Loop. Yeah, yeah. He was he was Banksy's sidekick. Uh-huh. He used to hang around with Banksy basically. And I went along and I and I did, if I remember rightly again from what my mum remembers as well, I think I did five auditions up and down to London. Uh, I lived out where Ruth lived in Grays. Right. So I had to travel into London for these auditions. Um, and time after time I kept reading for this character called Loop. Uh-huh. And to cut a long story short, and I'll never forget it either, like yesterday. It was a very hot summer. It was 1985, if I remember rightly. Mm-hmm. I was laying out on the roof of one of my dad's old bangers, cars, out the back. And my mum said, Tim, there's a call for you. And I went running in. I was dripping wet with sweat where I'd been laying <laughs> on the roof of his car. Uh, I don't know. That's him. I said, yeah, well, this is so-and-so from the BBC, blah, blah, blah. We'd like to just come in for one more audition. And I thought, oh, really? I've done five. But this time we'd like you to read for a different character. The character's called Stephen Banks. Banksy, would you like to come along and read for that, please? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I would love to. So along off I went and I read for this different character, Banksy. 
And then literally the next phone call I got was to tell me that they're offering me the part Thanks. of Stephen Banks. And again, it was like a hundred Christmases rolling. Into <laughs> it. Honestly, I cannot explain how just all different emotions at once. I was so one, I couldn't believe it. They're actually yeah. offering me a part. Two, I was extremely nervous all of a sudden. Can I actually do this? <laughs> yeah. Never had an actual part in a show before, especially a, a quite a famous show as well. Yeah. Uh, I was ecstatic. Um, my mum said, yeah, I do remember that. I remember it well. I thought the house, I thought you had an accident. I said, I, <laughs> I put the phone down and I was literally just screaming like. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. I'll never, ever forget it. And and even afterwards, the following day, I thought, did I dream that? It's, this is real. Yeah. And then well, when, once once we started getting into it, and then we had to go up and we got our scripts. The scripts got sent out to us. And then you go along for, we did, I think, two uh rehearsals two weeks sorry mm. two weeks of rehearsals the very the last few rehearsals is what they call blocking and it was for the cameramen really and the directors are more than the actors by this point you knew your lines and if you didn't know your lines you'd know about it you know right. there's no mucking about there was no yeah. mucking about it. it was it was a show that people are putting money into it's professional etc so come to the end of the two weeks when you do those rehearsals you really do need to know your lines and I just think because it was so, because I was so nervous about that more than anything else, learning lines and remembering lines. And there was a lot of lines as well to start yeah. with. My character was quite prominent to start with. Yeah. But because it was done so professionally and I was so into it, I found learning the lines quite easy in the yeah. end. Um, the trick was to learn everybody's line, not just your own, so yeah. you know exactly what's happening on the page. So if you know what the person before you is saying, your line sort of comes automatically yeah. if you know lines. and it worked like that and it did it end up worked for me it works uh i could calm down after a while i could calm down because i think we were learning in the end we were learning like two scripts nice. in one sort of thing yeah. go and rehearse two scripts yeah. two different uh episodes yeah so wow. it was quite heavy it was full on yeah so like so you you started series eight yeah on 1985 so i so you got the part in 84 because it was on air in, in 85 and you were Banksy was brought in as part of the school merger between uh, Grangeale and Brookdale and, and Rodney Bennett and yeah I don't, I don't know when, when you look back you just it's Grangeale originally had like a mix of, of kids anyway but then Brookdale was like all the rough all the scally lads and girls and then Rodney Bennett was all the well-spoken ones and all. And, yeah, and I just think, yeah. hang on, if they're all in the same area, wouldn't they all sound the same anyway? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, it's just it, like that. But you said there, well, you know, Banksy was it, quite prominent and, you know, his first scene, you find out straight away what, what Banksy was like. You know, he's arguing with kids, he's arguing with teachers. He, he had a massive chip on his shoulder, didn't he? About, yeah. <laughs> about the schools merging, like... Yeah. yeah, that's right. I mean, I think all the characters really did, weren't happy about the fact because Brookdale really was an arch enemy of Grange Hill Kids, yeah. wasn't it? If I remember yeah. rightly, in previous episodes and shows, they they mentioned Brookdale and yeah, there was there was there was a character. Brookdale, yeah, there was there was a character in the series before. There was a character in it called Gluckso Remington who had uh -huh. a massive thing with Zamo, but he was older as well. So yeah. I think with the major, they couldn't very well bring him in because he he would have left school probably by then. Which is obviously where where Banksy came in. Banksy was sort of not 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 necessarily replacements, 
but they needed to have that that aggro, yeah. didn't he? Do you know what I mean? But they needed to have that character for that. And, and Banksy was perfect for that. I say he had a massive chip on his shoulder. He didn't like the fact that Zamo was going out with Jackie. Not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, we know he did fancy Jackie, but I just think. It was a very West Side Story, Romeo and Juliet type thing, wasn't it? It was like, you know, she's Brookdale, he's Grangehill type thing. That that became a prominent thing, didn't it, between the three of them? It was a the love triangle thing. Yeah, um, that really was my main storyline. I think as well, they'd already had Gripper, who was a brilliant yeah. character. And Gripper was quite a hard character, wasn't he? He, yeah. he could be racist at times. It was quite unreal, really, when you watch the really old yeah. show. Um. He was a bully. Uh, he was a bit racist. And I think when Banksy, because every show needs a bad boy, doesn't it? Every yeah. show needs a... But I think they wanted to obviously tame it down. I'm not going to be the bully. I'm not going to be any other thing, anything else that Gripple was. So basically, make this... He'll be a bad boy, if you like, but he doesn't go around bullying. He's just got this grief with Zamo. Yeah. The fact that Zamo goes out with Jackie. Yeah. And Jackie also came from my school, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. So, because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, she rightly belongs to me, not Zamo. <laughs> not a grain chiller. So, no, I mean, quite a lot of your initial scenes, there was just a lot of fighting going on, wasn't yeah. there? And, and usually, love, usually, but usually it was over who got to sit on the back of the bus. <laughs> that was what yeah. I, a lot of the fighting. No, it's the best place to sit, isn't it? Up <laughs> the back. You can keep your eye on everybody else down below, sort of thing, guys. And the scene where Mr. Bronson literally he comes on the bus and we're all in the middle of a scrap. Yeah. I remember filming that very well. It was good fun. Every scrap scene we did was good fun. We didn't do enough of them. As far as <laughs> I, was, I wanted to do more. But um, yeah, that scene where Mr. Bronson, Michael Sheard, comes on the bus and, you know, has a go at us and then literally picks me up by the scruff of my yeah. neck and throws <laughs> the seat into a different seat. Yeah, I think we shot that twice, that's all, literally twice. And yeah, we've got that move on. It was yeah, really good, really, really I good. I mean, you, you, meant, sorry, you, you mentioned Michael Sheard <laughs> there, and I, I asked everyone yeah. ab about him because he, he must have been brilliant to work with. Oh, he really was. And again, at the time, I didn't realise, I don't think many of us did, how much of a well-known actor he was. Yeah. He, he'd been in the business a long while. He's doing movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Star Wars, for crying out yeah. loud. He's doing stuff like that. And he's got talking parts in these movies as well. Mm -hmm. He's not just ground. No. So this is a man, you know, to take your hat off to and admire and, and look up to. So at the time, I'm quite gutted, really, that we didn't, I certainly didn't realise he was, but he was an absolute professional. And he was nothing like Mr. Bronson. No. People, nothing like that at all. It was a very nice, had a lot of time for you. It's talked yeah. very softly, quietly, um, yeah, he, he was a great, great person to work with. And I'm really, really proud of the fact that I did manage to work with him, yeah. I've actually got his book here yeah. that I've not read yet. I will admit I've not read it yet, but my dad gave him gave me his autobiography not so long ago, Yeah, uh, which I'm looking forward to reading, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. So uh, what was the um, relationship like in general between the, the kids and the adults? Um, It wasn't us and them. Right. But it was so, you know, obviously we're kids, we stick with the kids and the adults obviously stick with the yeah. adults. But none of them, I can honestly say, none of them were, oh, I don't want to work with kids. You know, don't work with <laughs> kids and animals. Yeah. Golden ball, isn't it? But none of them are like that. And the guy that played uh, it Baxter. Oh, Michael uh, Cronin. Yeah. yeah. Again, it was a very nice man. Uh, very 
just warming and down to earth. And if you want any advice, they'll give you as much advice. And also, if you go in wrong as well, they'd, they'd pull you up in it. No mucking around on set either. No, no piss ball. Oh, sorry. I'm that. <laughs> um, That's all I <laughs> Yeah, no mucking around on set. And if you did, you'd know about it. And um, there was one scene again. Me and Lee did. Uh, Zamo Lee McDonald in a locker room. Um, I accuse him of stealing my watch or my wallet, something like that. Uh, so we get into a bit of a scrap, and the teacher walks in. Now there was a line. I'll never forget this. I, I even have trouble saying it now, and I'm going to try and say it again now. And my line is, as I'm shaking Lee's hand, I say, well, you shouldn't go jumping to conclusions, should you? So I have trouble saying it. Normally, it's a bit of a tongue twister. You shouldn't go to conclusions. Should... Well, I'll tell you now, I'll tell you now, Neil, it was a nightmare because the more I did it, the more yeah. I couldn't do it, the more we were laughing, the other kids were laughing. In the end, it become like we're all corpse in big time now until <laughs> the director went enough you know you yeah. know sort yeah. your lives out you know and i'm thinking can we just change the line can i <laughs> how about, how about I cut my line how about i just shake his hand and say yeah. nothing <laughs> but oh, no really? when i look back on the scene i can actually i don't know if anybody else notices it but i can hear I'm having trouble saying that line. Right. <laughs> Brilliant. You've just said there about again another fight, and that was with um, because obviously, like you know, doing my research, I, I read about you know your character and and, and I watch stuff and uh, and I was watching. It was about getting ready for the the school play. It was rehearsals for the school play, which to me, if Banksy had gone to the same school as me, there's no way Banksy would have wanted to be in the school play. Not a chance. Um, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I, I, did, I hated them. I must admit, I did in real life. I hated the scenes, and why? Because if you look back at the scene, what's Banksy wearing? He's some bleeding red shorts. Very my short legs, shorts. Yeah, the my same. legs are not to be seen. They're really not. I mean, talk about chicken legs. I've still got chicken legs today. You know, <laughs> so I didn't have a lot of fun doing those rehearsals for that play as such. I didn't yeah. have fun doing them scenes. I must admit. And you're right. I don't think my character. I think really the only reason my character was interested in that play is because Jackie was in it. Yeah. And I had to be around her to keep my eye on her, to stop <laughs> You know. Otherwise, yeah, yeah Banks' character would not have any way gone in the show, gone in the play, doing, you know, singing and dancing, for yeah. example. I mean, just, not you know, we, and we, we've said, you know, he, he was a bad boy and stuff. And then that became evidence in, like, when Banksy took some of the kids back to Brookdale yeah. Just for a wander around, because um, <laughs> it was a, it was just a small group of you, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and the French lad, uh, Alison Bettles playing yeah. Faye, um, Jackie, of course. There was a French girl there as well. I can't remember. Luke obviously went. There was uh, another well. young girl in the school that went along. She's but, the one um, that ended up in the car when the car yeah. ended up on its roof. She yeah. ended up in hospital. Yeah. Also, in Brookdale, I found out yesterday, the caretaker was a guy called Derek Dedman, who had been... He, uh-huh. he's, he's one of them people like you see in loads of things. Yeah. Like, loads of things. You like, never know his name. Yeah. A bit like Banksy's brother, Phil, because yeah. he was in all kinds. He was of, the jo- original John Blund- daddy. Original daddy in the scum. Yeah, in scum, <laughs> yeah. John, John Blundell, is it? Yeah, he was in all kinds, him. Okay. Wasn't he as well? Yeah, yeah. He did all yeah. sorts of work. Yeah, I was uh, really chuffed the fact that the original daddy from Scum gave me a slap <laughs> on the screen. 
So yeah, I was very pleased about that. Yeah, you've mentioned that you know you mentioned the crash, and that led to Banksy and Jackie getting suspended, and then yeah. Banksy and Loop then smashed the play sets up. That's um, right. And then yeah, again, got, <laughs> and then for, there's, uh... there's, there's a cracking scene at the end of towards the end of that series where they find out it was Banksy and Loop. So yeah. They th- so they throw them in the sand pit and. That's uh... right. <laughs> And put the paint on me. Cover them in white paint. Was it actually? Was it actually white paint? Um, I don't think it was actually paint. Paint. It was like a paint substance, but obviously it came out very easily. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was a one one take, one shot. <laughs> thing. Obviously, you know, once I get messy, it's going to take a long while to get me clean again. Yeah. To so it was a one take thing. Uh, it was ad libbed by me. I'm proud to say, my Brilliant. mother would kill me. That wasn't that wasn't in the script. <laughs> that was ad libbed because it. What it was is when he when he poured it. I can't even remember which character poured it on my head now. Zamo. <laughs> is it Zamo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When he poured it on me, I remember it being very cold and going down my back. <laughs> and I wanted to go, oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs> because Banksy can't do that. I was no. like, oh, mother would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, oh, it was, um, we got it in one take, fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously, you know, Banksy comes good by getting his brother to turn up with his biker mates for the play and the play, yeah. getting the motorbikes on, on stage and all that. And I, I, I always ask about um, like the finales of series because everyone always says how great they were because everyone, pretty much everyone in the whole cast was all together for the finales. But that one was a little bit different with it being like the musical, wasn't yeah. it? And, and, and bringing other people in. And obviously, you'd lost your part because you were meant to be the leader, weren't you, of the rockers in that yeah, one? That's right. <laughs> but you'd lost that's your part because right. you'd, you'd been the bad boy. And then, just after and then, that, of course, then... they changed Banks' character after that. Then I started, uh, my storyline changed a bit. I started losing, I didn't have the interest in Jackie after that in the next series. <laughs> Um, and I started working with um, handicapped people, didn't I? That was no, no, that was that was that was a little bit later on. Um, yeah, because, a little bit later on. Because you had the series in between, which you had the Christmas special, 1985 Christmas Sorry, special. My dogs are in the <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. You had the the 1985 Christmas special, where it it was a weird one, the Christmas special, because everyone's just got little bits, like just little things going on. It was like a longer episode, but everyone's got little bits. And there was you. There was Banksy and Trevor Cleaver were working in league with, you know, them wire metal games where you've got like a wire on a, on like a circle and you have to get it round the, yeah. wind it round the wire and Banksy. Yeah, and, yeah, you move it around and for some reason, for some reason, Banksy and Trevor Cleaver had become mates for this one and they were going there. Yeah. They, <laughs> My character had nothing to do with Trevor Cleaver no. in the show, did he? <laughs> No, and then he got nicked by Stupot when the donkey ran through and everyone stopped and looked and it was resting on the wire and they were like, Stupot was like, hang on a minute. Because even there, you know, working with Stupot, again, you know, you'd been in Tucker's luck with Tucker and then, but then you get to work with Stupot, another Granger legend. Yeah. There. yeah. So then we move on to the, the next series, series nine, 1986, and Loop's gone. There's no loop anymore. Loops left. Um... Yeah, and you see, and this is when I say I'm lucky. Look how lucky I am. I was yeah. on the verge of getting cast. Well, if I was going to be lucky enough, as I say, to be cast as yeah. Loop, uh-huh. and the yeah, Loop got wrote out, as you say. Yeah. So and Banksy stayed in. So again, I was extremely lucky. I got yeah. the character Banksy and, and carried on. Yeah. But everyone, there was only 
Banksy and Jackie, who survived from that merger, because all the Rodney Bennett lads went <laughs> as well. That's right. So, like, there was only the damage as, as your main characters that survived. But the most sort of, let's say, interesting, prominent thing about Banksy when he started that year was he had a moustache, if you can call it a moustache. <laughs> you have to bring that up. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I had the bloody moustache. Now, that's not swearing, bloody. No, is no, it? you're all right with that one. That's fine. <laughs> so, I'm guessing that wasn't your idea to. <laughs> <laughs> My idea? <laughs> they actually asked me, this is no word of a lie, Tim, do you think in the six weeks that we're off, whatever, whatever it was, do you think you'd be able to? Grow a moustache, just a little, just so we can see that there's a moustache forming. Yeah, full, full flake, yeah. And I just laughed. I said, I'll try, because I mean, I'm not even shaving at this point, you know. <laughs> I'll try. What do I do to grow it? You know, this is how naive. <laughs> what do I have to do? Do I have to rub something on or? <laughs> so I tried my best, and sure enough, when I went in with my pathetic real moustache, you couldn't even see it on camera. It was, <laughs> it was so faint, it just didn't show up. Right. So basically, on the day, they they, uh, they got the props people to make me a moustache. <laughs> I mean, yes. what, what I love about that is it's not just the kids who were giving them grief over it, it's the teachers as well, you know. Not, everyone's, just, <laughs> everyone's just laughing at them. <laughs> it was hysterical, though. I mean, what did it look like? You could see it weren't a real moustache. <laughs> It was terrible. Uh, there, there's scenes that are cringeworthy for me. I'm afraid. I, right. I'm not, I don't. I don't like those scenes. No, I mean, <laughs> they are funny. Don't get me wrong. They do make me laugh <laughs> as well as everybody else. But I, I think as well because because then Mr. Kennedy convinces him to shave it off, and right. he, and 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 he has a he has a competition. You know. We have to weigh it. Raising money for the, the weigh-in. But, you know, when you look yeah. back and you think, hang on, the teacher's encouraging these kids to gamble. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone get your money or we'll have a competition. And then... Yeah, Zama was being the naughty lad. Yeah. That's... That's... Blowing away some of the hairs. That's quite... When you look back at the storyline for that year, because obviously it was all the just say no and all that, that's like the first scene where you really see Zamo being sort of like going on the money and it's yeah. only when you when when you when you know the storyline and you look back at that and you yeah, think on, that, that's quite that character for Zamo yeah. to do something like that. So yeah, it was the sort of the build up to his downward slope. Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely, yeah. you know, if for those anyone who's listening <laughs> who doesn't know what they have this way in competition, Banksy has grown a, a moustache, if you can call it that. Mr. Kennedy, his science teacher, has got a full-on, you know, man moustache. And he convinces him, he convinces Banksy to shave it off. And Mr. Kennedy says he'll shave his off as well. And we'll weigh the two of them. And anyone that can get the difference between the two will get this £6 or whatever it is. You know, everyone's put 25p in. Yeah, um, that's right. If not, we'll give it to the, the school guess, fund. Guess the way, guess the way, wasn't it? Yeah. So Zamo takes it out. And and weighs it previously, writes it down on his hand, but Banksy sees him and Banksy blows a few hairs off so that the weight's going to be different. That's though. right. Sorry, I'm getting it wrong. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. I thought it was um, Lee's character, Zamo, that blew the... It no, was he, weighed, he, he weighed it originally, wrote, wrote down right. what it was. And wrote it down. Yeah. That's yeah. right. It's coming back to me now, Neil. It's been years since I've seen yeah. it, honestly. I mean, it is a long time. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's and, and so, right. 
So as, as we say there, you know, Zamo thinks he's won and then realizes it's different. And it's as 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 we've said there, it's the first real sign of him being desperate. That's right, because he's got smacks, isn't he? He's got yeah. smacks. That can't be right. Yeah. That just can't be right. I've wrote it down for crying out loud. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then again, you know, carrying on with that, because it was the major thing, wasn't it, of, of that series. Yeah. Banksy uh, also catches Zamo in the post office, cashing a dodgy pension. For yeah, his, for his gran, and, and Zamo doesn't really want anything to do with Banksy at that point. And I know, like, they hadn't been mates, but they were getting on, and you know, and, and I think it, it was another one where Banksy thought it was quite strange that he didn't want to know that yeah. Zamo didn't want to speak to him really at that point. Now, there's a there was another storyline running through that about I don't know if you remember this about Miss Partridge uh, having a child and, and being a miss and not a missus. And there's a line that Banksy says, and I just think, if you, no one would be bothered with this storyline now, but Banksy says, and I've written down the line, don't tell me that we've got an unmarried mum on the staff. Like, <laughs> Really? I don't remember saying that. don't remember doing that. Yeah. Wow. And, and you know, when you just look back, at, you look back at how things have changed, you know, and our opinions have changed, and that's just like no one cares about that anymore, yeah. do you know what I mean? But it was it was a it was another big storyline, you know, the fact that there wasn't an unmarried mum on the staff and she was going there, yeah. she was going around <laughs> and noticing and and all that. And then they start mentioning talking about the fun run and Banksy again, Banksy and Kennedy, it was well, it was more Banksy was pushing for Kennedy, telling Kennedy he was going to beat him in this race because he was dead fit and he went running seven times a week and, and all this. Yeah. But I'm having trouble remembering all that, I really yeah. Round about then there was a basketball game. And I can talk about the basketball game in his episode of the podcast because he he said he said there's no way Roland would have been playing basketball. Um <laughs> but because yeah. Aiken could play. Aiken could actually play. That's why he was he was in the scenes, like you said. But there's yeah. no way he would have had him there. And Mister Kennedy gave a, gave gave Banksy a torrid time in the basketball. To be honest, but also that that basketball episode you talked about. You talked about your legs earlier on. It was shirts v skins. And you're going to bring it up again, now, aren't you? We're going to bring it up again. No, it was it was shirts v skins. In the basketball game, and I just think that you, you wouldn't get that on kids' telly, and <laughs> you wouldn't get away with that now, you know what I mean? <laughs> you wouldn't get away with it in a school yeah. either, you know. And then the, the fun just me, you just reminded me, I did a scene where I fell off a bike and yeah, scraped was, my knee. Yeah, it was just that's coming just up to that now, yeah. That's just the, the, the fun run, right? The, the right. fun run episode, you know, Banksy was really competitive and and he crashed into Gunch and fell off his bike, but. That's Banksy right, cause yeah. Banksy Cosy's art carried on. <laughs> yeah. And they ended up crossing crossing the finish line together in true Bortman style. Uh-huh. As we've said, the main storyline of, of series nine was yeah. just say no. And what a and great storyline it was. It was uh, a yeah. well hard hitting for a children's TV show, it was quite hard, I think, yeah. even today. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. It was a hard Hard storyline, and I think it was well done. It was uh, leaded very well playing that, that uh-huh. the character at that point. Yeah, uh, and, I, and I do believe it actually. It might have not totally worked, of course. There's still drugs in the world today, of course. But um, I do think that a lot of kids, the, the message would have gone in. You know, this don't just happen. I mean, really, in, you know, it would have happened to the character like Banksy. He would have gotten yeah. something like that, maybe. Not, not Zamo. Yeah, you know. But instead, they chose Zamo because Zamo was a nice lad. Everybody liked Zamo. 
and look, kids, this is what can happen to yeah. nice kids like Zamo if you yeah. muck about with stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a good, good point, a good message, and it was done very well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, I wasn't in that series as much, but that's because they they you know concentrated on that yeah. storyline. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm very glad and proud of the fact that I was in that show then when they did uh -huh. that. Yeah. Very glad, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and and because it was it it was huge, wasn't it? You know, uh -huh. it wasn't it wasn't just kids telly in the end. You know, it it can we say transcended, didn't it? Because it went, you know, the fact that Lee was on Wogan talking about it and and, uh -huh. and stuff like that, and and it was massive. Everyone knew about it, and you know, and it is still talked about today. And obviously, it led to the record. Uh -huh. uh, I've I've watched the video, and I can't really see you in that video. I'm only in it the very, very beginning. We're walking down a corridor. There's right. me. I uh, really can't remember again. Me, Alison, I think. Uh, another lad and then another girl. And I just can't remember who they yeah. were. Again, it's years since I've seen well, it. We... But I know that's the only the, the only shot you see me right. is walking down the corridor. But, the you were there, but you were there for the recording and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were there for the entire recording. I just only appeared in that very... Right. And you... And did you sing Did you sing on the album as well? Yeah, yeah. I managed to sing a Dire Straits number, Walk of Life. Right, brilliant. Is that what it's called? The Walk of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I did yeah. that one. I've got the album here, actually. It's all signed, <laughs> signed by the other kids in the oh, cast. tremendous. And it's all faded a bit now, but I've still got the album, yeah. yeah. I've still got the vinyl, yeah. Tremendous. <laughs> okay, so now I need to ask you this, and it, 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 I know it, it, it'll be a sore point, but the trip to the USA um, yes. and, 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 the, and the White House and all that, you, you, you didn't go on that. Um, and I was meant to go, and so was uh, Lisa York. Uh -huh. um, the two of us were meant to go along with the rest of the cast, but what they decided to do, I don't know why. To this day, we don't understand why. Uh, we just know that me and Lisa got dropped and I think other people were put in our place. Again, right. I can't really remember. All I know is me and Lisa, and I don't think she'll mind if I say this, <laughs> literally cried in each other's shoulders over that issue. Right. We, we were both, one, we're going to go to the States, you know, yeah. two, we're going to meet the president. Yeah, all different reasons that we wanted to be there, uh, and then all of a sudden we're not. And I'll never forget it, Neil. When they aired it, I turned it off. Did you? Did you? <laughs> I, I couldn't watch it. Oh. I was so, so, so gutted. Yeah, I did. Couldn't watch it, and and uh, yeah, and I didn't watch it, and yeah. But again, I mean, that was that. It was just that's such his life. Uh, and again, it was a great thing they did that these English or British, I should say. Uh -huh. uh, uh, TV characters are going over to the states to put a message across to American kids. I mean, that's big. That's yeah. that's really, really good. Yeah. So, did, yeah. Did, did, did they not give you the reason why then? Um, they may well have done Neil, but I just can't remember to be honest. Um, I don't think the reason would have mattered to me at the time. <laughs> no. the, fact is, the fact is, you're dropping us. Yeah. Uh, I just know that me and Lisa were extremely, extremely upset over that. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, and that's fair enough to be honest, like. I don't, I don't think anyone would have, have a problem with you being upset or over that it, one. Like. It was a point. We were going, you know, up for so many weeks yeah. into it. We were going. We were there. Yeah. And it was at the last minute, like a week before they were due to go, I think. Wow. They told us. Yeah, we couldn't believe it. Neither of us could believe it. Uh, I must have, yeah, uh, yeah. That would have been you a hard thing. <laughs> but, but round about that time as well, you were also recording a programme called Secrets Out with Mike Smith. 
if you remember much about that, it was like a panel game, a bit like Call My Bluff. Yeah, wow, bloody hell, that's what <laughs> Wow, secrets out. Um, that really, you've just reminded me of that. That I totally forgot about that. In yeah. fact, I'm having trouble remember. I know I did it. I know I was part of it. It was. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've tried figuring out. I don't know if it was always kids from Grange Hill or if they just did like a few specials. But you were on it a couple of times. But it was all like, you know, obviously the likes of yourself and Alison Battles, Melissa Wilkes, Ricky Simmons, Lee Muff. It was all sorts of like, yeah, you, yeah. You, you mean, uh, you're older kids, should we say? Like, um, But I, th I think it was a bit like Call My Bluff, if, if I remember rightly. It was yeah, that type of thing. Sorry, like, if I remember. Yeah. Secret yeah. Sound, now you've said it, I remember it, yeah. All right, well. I won't. Uh, I won't ask you too much more because um, that's a, that's obviously been locked away no, in, 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 uh, in the memory bank. Like. <laughs> um, I hope I can find it on YouTube. I'm gonna have a look. <laughs> yeah, I think there are a few on there. Yeah, to be honest. No, obviously. So then that moved us on to uh, series ten, nineteen eighty-seven, and you were in sixth form. You'd you'd done your GCSEs, but hadn't yeah. maybe not we're got. We're in our own bank... at that point. Yeah. Banksy had maybe not got the qualifications he wanted originally. We had a motorbike in that one as well. Yeah. Motorbike. Um, a brilliant experience again. I'd never driven a bike before, never right. rode a motorbike before. And they they on they just wanted a, just a few shots, maybe a shot of me pulling up on the bike, a shot uh -huh. of me pulling away on the bike, and that's it. That's all they want. So rather than putting a double in, is there any chance you think we'd be able to show him out? Do you think we should try that? And they agreed that they would do it and so Tim, we've never ridden a bike, which is as simple as this. Simply let the give it a bit of a throttle, let the clutch out in gear, of course, yeah. and it will slowly pull away, and they'll cut. So yeah. that's it. That's all we've got to do. And I was really, really pleased the fact they're asking me to do this and not getting a double to do it. Yeah. So I, I was over the moon. Oh God, yeah, let me do that. Please let me do that. I'll be able to do that. And sure enough, I picked it up pretty quickly. And sure enough, we shot our scenes. There's only two or three scenes, I think. The best one was when I pulled off really with the ump. You know, yeah. I'd argue, <laughs> yeah. and I skidded away because you actually hit a bit of skid there as well, and that's <laughs> me doing that. And I'm yeah. Tim, Tim Polly, the stunt man. You know, <laughs> cut a long story short, I actually nearly killed myself on that damn bike, and it was, was. Uh, <laughs> it was in the lunch break. Uh, everyone's having their lunch, and I thought, well, now I know how to use the bike. I think I'll give it a little drive around the set, around the studios in Elf Street. Right. So, you know, it's a big plot, a big area. So it's quite an area to drive around the building, you know. So because I'm going around, I'm getting more confident with it. And so I thought I'd start giving it a bit of welly on the straight. Yeah. My God, the throttle only stuck and oh, wouldn't come no. back. And I'm heading, and I'm not joking, I was heading towards where people are sitting down eating this outside lunch, you know. It was like uh, offset lunch sort of thing. Oh, wow. And I could have seriously hurt people, including myself. Yeah. Luckily... I managed to get it under control before it actually became a major accident. But I'll never forget it. I was just in relief. And then once I come to a standstill, I'm looking around myself thinking, did anyone just see me do that? <laughs> I don't think anyone did, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I'll never forget I seriously nearly hurt myself badly and other people as well. So you... I didn't do that again. <laughs> no, did you not um, Did you not go and buy yourself a motorbike after that? No, I'll tell you what... Um, that did that really did scare me. I was right. only I think fifteen or sixteen when I shot that. Uh -huh. uh, it really did scare me the fact that I, I I come very close to hurting a lot of people and myself. And then yeah. after that, no, it sort of put me off bikes. So now my brother, on the other hand, 
he loves motorbikes. I mean, he yeah. takes them apart and puts them back together and drives them around the country, etc. He loves it. He loves motorbikes. But yeah. me, no. They scare the little daylights in. <laughs> right. I have no, no interest in getting back on one again. Not even as a passenger, you know? No. No. I don't like bikes at all. No. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> that, that, that's fair enough. Like, but, I mean, that's the thing, wasn't it? It was it was in with, uh, with Banksy's character to, to have that, I think. Yeah. Because cause he, he was it interested works. in yeah. cars. His, his brother had been interested in them as well. And he wanted to be a mechanic originally, didn't he? He wanted to. Yeah. It's... The thing with when Banksy when 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 it came to the sixth form years, it was that that period in in Britain of you know the mass unemployment and stuff. And Banksy talks about the fact that his qualifications weren't good enough to get him on the mechanics course. And there was no jobs, so he's doing the CPVE. Yeah. For anyone that remembers the CPVE course, completely pointless vocational education, as Banksy calls it. Um, <laughs> and yeah. But the thing, the other thing about the sixth form is Banksy is then going out with Jackie, or there was, you know, certainly a little bit more going on with 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 the two of them. But then Jackie realised where her heart lay, and obviously went back to Zamo after his rehab yeah. and, and all that. Like, which a lot of people don't realise, Zamo actually went to rehab. Do you? A lot of people think that when you see that shot of him in the back of the toilet in the arcade, a lot of people thought that that was it. Yeah. You know, when they look back, they think he died. And don't realise that he'd actually done rehab. And right. But as I say, you know, they got back together, and that's where Banksy started losing. You know, his anger was coming out, and again had a few to do's with Mister Bronson. And there's a scene where Mister Bronson accused, right. accuses Banksy of smashing his car, but it was actually the the donkey that's had done right. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so you threw a cup at the I wall, threw the cup yeah, against the, the wall. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. As Bronson walked in, so he just assumes. Yeah. That it was Banksy that had damaged his car from that. That's um, right. That's right. I was, I was with Faye. I was with Alison in that yeah. scene, wasn't I? Yeah. Hey, see, uh, your, memory's, your memory's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there's things I do remember, but there's other stuff like my mum. So I, I phoned my mum last night, literally, asking <laughs> her to try and remind me of stuff. Does she remember stuff? And yeah, honestly, some parts of the stuff you remember and stuff, yeah. you know, and other bits are just complete blanks. Like that well, show I mean, you it, just it was, mentioned, Secrets Out. You know, Thirty odd, forty years ago, like it's going to be. Yeah. And then that series had the barge trip on it, and yeah. Banksy, Banksy was determined. He was determined to get Jackie to go on the barge trip with him, and she just didn't want to. And there's a there's a great scene where he's he's trying to get her to go, and she says she's going away with Sam out to a Narcotics Anonymous week instead. She's going to go away, and Banksy. Shouts as she walks out. Oh, why doesn't she like me? And you, know, every lad who's watched that has, has been there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> every every <laughs> lad has been there. Like just thought, why doesn't she like me? And obviously, every lad at that time probably fancied Jackie Wright as well. You know, yeah. <laughs> at the time like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll say we've yeah, all I been. I remember there. that very well. Actually, that scene. I do remember that scene very well. Yeah, we we we've all been there. Like <laughs> um... <laughs> so. Anyway. Banksy. It's quite, it's quite a pathetic uh, scream at the end. Like, Why doesn't she? Like, it's quite pathetic when I think about it. When I, when, what I remember, it was it come over quite pathetic. <laughs> sort your life out, Banksy. <laughs> and then obviously you went on, you went on the barge trip, which the barge trip, the Grange Hill fans loved the barge trip episodes. Yeah, and, it was and I, I, like I, great fun. I, I think it's because it's something different. You know, you're not seeing everyone in school. You're seeing all the main characters together somewhere else. Now, 
I know you haven't listened to all the episodes on this, but if this has been mentioned a couple of times about the Bardship episodes, obviously you were staying in halls in Coventry, Coventry. I believe. Um, and, That's right. Coventry, and, yeah. and there was a curfew on people being back. And there was one one night in particular where a lot of people looked out the window and saw someone climbing up the outside of the building trying to oh get in their God. room. <laughs> someone remind you of that? Did somebody remind you of that? Yeah, I'm you not going to. I'm not going to tell you who. <laughs> I know. I wonder now. You have got me thinking. <laughs> that story there. I'm glad it happened so I can tell the story. Basically, no, okay. I, I literally I could have killed myself. Again. Go for it. <laughs> I could have killed myself again. You know, I literally fell off that balcony. Off that. I'm trying to be a hero. I was trying to. <laughs> What I was trying to do, um, I think, I think it was Fiona, the, the girl who played uh, Laura, the girl I was also oh, right, trying yeah, to yeah. get hold of in the pro. Yeah, my character was trying, was interested in Laura, wasn't he? Yeah. But in real life, I was also interested in Laura. You know, <laughs> okay. in, uh, in Fiona, she was a lovely-looking girl, and I was very interested in her. And I think she locked herself out of a bedroom. Don't worry, I'm here. Tim, get out of the way. Tim will figure this out. So I've looked out of her window and I can see, sorry, I've looked out of the, the room next door's window and I can see that her window is open. No problem. Just like Spider-Man would, go along the outside of the building and climb in her window and open the door and let her in. And Tim's a hero, of course. <laughs> so this is what I proceeded to do. And I'm out on, I've got myself on the balcony. Now, no word of a lie. I had enough on my feet for my just my toes to right. go on. The yeah. back part of my foot was off the ledge. That's how much ledge was there. And on my fingers was the same. So basically just my fingers on the ledge. Right. And I was flat, like Spider-Man was <laughs> flat against the wall. Down, just looking at that window. That's my goal. So I'm moving along, moving along. I'm doing really well. I'm thinking, <laughs> Neil, I'm thinking, do you know what? I'm going to be a bloody hero here. I'm nearly at the window now. All I've got to do is grab the window, spring myself round and get myself in the room. Somebody, and I don't know who to this day, said something to me out of the windows are all watching. <laughs> what did Tim do? Stupidly <laughs> decided to move my head so I could answer their question. And because I moved my head, obviously my head's now going to push my body away from the wall slightly. Wallop. Oh. I went. <laughs> and luckily, luckily, one, I'm... I don't know how, but I, I, I didn't land on my back. I managed in a short, in, in the space that I fell, I managed to turn my body around. I landed on my front and it was on grass. Right. If, it was on <laughs> if it was on concrete, I would have done some serious damage. Yeah. And it yeah. hurt. And it winded me. And I remember laying on the grass. <laughs> I'm winded. I've got all the kids laughing. <laughs> and I had to chaperone and go, Tim Polly, you're on the grass. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the bloody grass. I'm dying here. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Hilarious now. At the time, it was... And so, to cut a long story short, I wasn't the hero. I was the laughing stock. It gave the kids a good old laugh for a good few days to come after that one. Tim, yeah. Timbo the hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! So, yeah, so I mean, I, I assume she got back in her room eventually, just uh, through no help from you. Like, to be honest, yeah, <laughs> um, no, just go and speak to a chaperone and the hotel people, and they'll let you in the room. You know, job done. <laughs> no, 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 Timbo's here. <laughs> Tremendous. 
Yeah, I mean, you've mentioned there about it, uh, you know, go on, Neil, it, go on, go on. Who told you that story? Who was I, it? I, go I, I on. Could, I couldn't Spill possibly, the beans. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't possibly divulge that information. Like, I'm trying to trying to be friendly <laughs> with everyone here. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so you've said there about Banksy and Laura, and they became a bit of an item in 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 the program. You know, and Mrs. Mrs. Regan wasn't happy because her daughter was on the back of it, been seen on the back of Banksy's right. motorbike, yeah. and then. Even though he was with Laura, that Jackie and Zamo got engaged, and that obviously, you know, he he was still wasn't happy about that, and and then there was a big sort of change in in Banksy's character. Then, as you you mentioned it earlier, when he started the work experience, did was that ever? Yeah, yeah. Did you have did you have any say in that about whether you know your character would be like that, or no. was that just sort of told? No, about? and then, and then. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't regret any of it, don't get me wrong. But deep yeah. down, I didn't want my character to go that way. I wanted my character to stay likes but not liked. Do you know what I mean? Right. The yeah. character that people like to hate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I wanted to be that character. I wanted to carry on being like that. And like, as you say, they completely... And I think as well, because Lee's character, Zamo, dealt with the drugs, uh-huh. they really did turn my character around. Let's make Tim now into more of a nice, likeable yeah. Banksy, where people will start liking Banksy almost like they like Zamo, if you like, because yeah. he's a nice lad. Yeah. And yeah, I'm a little bit gutted that they made my character that way, but that's scriptwriters, that's that was their choice. So yeah. Uh-huh. But- uh, and it was again, it was good fun filming with with the kids in with the wheelchairs, the electric scooters, etc. Did you, did you <laughs> have to do any research for that, like? Uh, no, um, we actually went to a real uh, school where uh-huh. they looked after the kids and that. Um, no research or such. I had to quickly learn how to use one of these electric scooters. Funny yeah. enough, later in life, I ended up uh, working with electric scooters as well. Right. But, um, yeah, uh, just learn how to use that, really. And funny enough, went on to Blue Peter as well a few weeks later. And again, very embarrassing. They shut, I know how to use this scooter. I know exactly <laughs> how to use this scooter. I've been using it for weeks now, doing the filming. Yeah, and they put out a little track, you know, a make right. believe track in the studio. Yeah, and the idea was me and the young girl that I was in the show with, which we know each other very well. You know, we've worked with each other. We're going to yeah. race each other around the track. Right. Of course, I'm going to let her win. You know, <laughs> he's not going to win the bloody race, is he? <laughs> I tell you what, when they started filming, don't forget it's a live show. Yeah, uh, my bloody thing. Someone put one of my brakes on, so oh. instead of me going forward, <laughs> I started going round in a circle. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it was quite embarrassing to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Oh, believe. But no, there was no research as such, but it was very good fun again filming all those scenes. Yeah, I mean, there's a cracking scene not long after you'd started working there, where you go to deliver a, a letter. Yeah. On the electric you know scooters. What? I think that was one of my very last scenes that I shot, if I remember rightly. Right. That one, yeah, we shot that in London. I don't know if I can do it. I got out of the chair and posted yeah. myself. <laughs> And the fella yep. says, I've, got, uh, I've just seen a miracle. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, I think that was one of my very, very last scenes ever. Oh, it right. was so sad and all when it when it came to an end. I mean, yeah. I think everyone will agree. It's, it, um, Yeah, it was very sad. I can't believe it's actually coming to an end. Yeah. It's like, felt like it was going to go on forever. Yeah. I mean, if I can just go, you just go back and you were saying there about the way they changed your character. Yeah. Leah, who played Lucy. So Lucy says to Banksy, why do you want to spend time here? And and it's quite poignant because Banksy says, you know, it's the only place where people have treated them like 
a human type thing he was saying. He said, he said, there's no prejudice. You know, he said, yeah. I've, I've at school where teachers have picked on me, people have thought I'm stupid and all that. And he says, I come here and there's none of that. And and that's quite poignant yeah. when you you wait, you know, for for a lad of like 16, 17 to be saying those kind of things. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, and he did spend more time with Lucy and Laura had obviously got jealous and it all came to a it came to an end. And I don't think there was ever anything. Right. Be- yeah. I don't think there was ever anything between Banksy and Lucy. It was just that. No, that, that's what he liked it doing. It was just you know? a, a good friendship. Yeah. Yeah, and I suddenly realised, because if you remember, when Banksy first went along to do that work, he was not interested at no, all. No, he didn't want to do it at all. Because like you said earlier, he wanted to be in the planet. He wanted yeah. to get his hands dirty. He didn't want to be doing a job like that. Yeah. But yeah, of course, Banksy's mind was changed and he, he found that he loved it. And yeah. as you say, he found that people respected him and, and uh, spoke to me like I was an, actually an adult now, like yeah. I knew what I was doing and, and gave me a little bit of respect, yeah. whereas at school, any of that. So yeah, yeah. that's why I think Banksy really... Uh-huh. Enjoyed the fact that he did it in the end that job, and then yeah, and then there was obviously the cricket match, which was again is one of them scenes where everyone's together, the whole cast is together again, and I, I, people just love them because everyone's together. Yes, yeah. and then and then Banksy left, but not only Banksy, everyone in in that year group, yeah, left at that time. Was it ever discussed? Any of you going back, or was that was that just it? No, it was just like, you know, you're leaving school, basically. We were, uh, I think, what was the sick form at that point, uh-huh. was we? Um, yeah. It was just a case of that was the end of school and that's it. We're all off into the big, wide world. Um, yeah. yeah, so no, it was never talked about that any of us would return. It was literally just like leaving school. Right. And so we was all written out, all in, all together at once. As I say, yeah. it was very sad. It was uh, just obviously the way it goes. You're not going to be at school all your life, are you? No. So you've got to <laughs> find where you're going to leave. Oh, you and all yeah. you all congered your way out of the school, didn't you? Uh, the big that's con- right. The big that's conga right. line. Yeah, yeah you just reminded me of that actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so what did you do then? Afterwards. Yeah. Uh, what did I do? I got a bit of work off the strength of Grangeo. I did a pantomime with Melvin Hayes. Right. Yeah. Um, that was a brilliant experience again. Um, that was a Pied Piper of Hamelin. Uh-huh. Where I did with Melvin Hayes. I think I played the town crier in that, but right. billed as Tim Polly Banksy, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I did that for a good few weeks. Um, I actually got told off by Melvin Hayes. That's a good memory of mine because I, <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't on the stage. I left him standing on the stage and I was too busy, <laughs> get this, in a dressing room trying to chat up one of the dancers. And uh, all I heard over the tannoy was, Tim Polly, you are off the stage. Meaning you should be on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I come running round back of the set and running round, I slid onto the stage into my position. And all the audience are laughing their heads off. And he was standing there shaking his head. Do you remember Melvin Hayes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It ain't tough. Gloria, Yeah, yeah. He's shaking his head. And when it went quiet, he said, What? Well, and do you think that you, th- you think that's good enough, do you? <laughs> Turn yourself around, take yourself and come back on and do it properly, please. Wow. These people pay good money, you know. Yeah. Now, the, the audience are taking it as a joke. I, because it's Melvin Hayes and he's a comedy, com- comedian, yeah. I was taking it as a joke. So I I did. I started breathing properly. I walked yeah. off the stage and then I walked onto my position and we did it properly. Now I'm nervous as well. <laughs> now I am nervous because I know there's been a bit of a screw up at the start. Anyway, after, to cut a long story short, afterwards he pulled me to one side. If you ever, ever, do something like that again. Not only in this production, but in any other production that you might 
end up doing. You can, uh, I can't remember what he said word for word, but he made me feel so, so small wow. and little. He really did give me a bollocking. He was not happy in any way, shape or form. The fact that I'd left him standing on this stage, having to ad lib, having to yeah. fill in the time. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I learned a lesson that day. I learned a big lesson that day. Yeah. My mum, my mum, and, and her husband, my stepdad, he got they he invited us out for a bit of a meal and that. And he was telling them, "Your your boy, it'd be okay. Stop and listen. <laughs> and you know, he'd be okay if he would like uh, pay attention a bit more." <laughs> and because my, my my stepdad last night, he was shouting out in the background, "Do you remember Tim? Do you remember? <laughs> you know, he's giving you that bollocking." I mean, yes, yes, Mick, I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, do you know what, though? That much, working with people. Yeah, so, like yeah, that, I did that with him. Yeah, that's quality. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The other thing round about that yeah. time was you also sang on Ferrier, didn't you? Let it be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just I don't know how we managed, I don't know how I managed to get involved with that. I think, again, through Grange Hill. Yeah. Um, a few of us, me, Alison, Ricky. Yeah. Um, can't remember exactly, but I know a few of us did it. And again, that was great experience meeting different pop stars. I can and, imagine, yeah. Yeah, great. Experience. Yeah, because there was there was all kinds on that. Especially that big group shot that you're on. You know, there's a boy George was there, wasn't he? And you know, That's Andy, right. Andy Bell, and there's, there's just so many people on that. Like. Yeah, eighties, eighties uh, people. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I say it must have been some experience that, like, it was brilliant. Did you carry on acting? No, well, so yeah. I mean, I tried my best. So I, I went for auditions. Um, I, I actually auditioned as well. I think I might have been in Grand Hill at the time, you know, when I did that. I actually went with Adam Woody eight oh, right. for for that part for. Um, Oh, bloody hell, can't remember. Ian Bill, yeah. Yeah. And I remember Adam getting that. And I no, I don't think I was in Grange. It was just before Grange. Right. I can't remember now. But I remember Adam getting that part, and I think how close I was to maybe getting that role, yeah. you know. Which is quite strange when I sit and think about it. I wonder if Ian Bill's character would have been the same if I'd played <laughs> it. Uh but yeah, that was strange. Um and I tried my best after Grange to because I loved acting and I still do today. Um I live in Tenerife now and right. I have done for 22 years uh-huh. um i mean i think that that's when i actually did really give up is when i decided to come and live in tenerife because of course if i come and live on a little island like tenerife there's no way i'm going to become an actor you right. know i'm not i'm not going to be able to pursue my career living over uh-huh. here saying that i've um i belong now to an amateur acting group which i've been with now for the last 20 years oh, brilliant. we put on shows and plays and i do enjoy them because it is it is amateur, of course, but it's also it's it's always learning. I'm always having to learn lines. You can't yeah. mess your lines up on stage, of course. You've got to do it. And you've got you to be there at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> Company's called Esther, which is the English English speaking theatre association. Oh, so even though we're in Spain, it's, it's for like Spanish people if you like want to learn English. Yeah. And also for English people that live here, British people that live here. So yeah, I enjoy that. And then a few years ago, about three or four years ago. I came across um, a casting director who lives here on the island. And uh-huh. it turns out that this, this casting director is actually really in the biz. I mean, for instance, she uh, movies, Star Wars, other big movies, Doctor Who, stuff like this. Yeah, A lot of this stuff is filmed over here. Oh. Uh, and she really did have her fingers in the pie. And so because I explained who I was, because she didn't know me, of course, uh-huh. 
I explained who I was and what I did in the past. And I've worked professionally and I would love to work professionally again. Now yeah. I'm an adult, especially. And anyway, so, yeah, she started putting me forward uh, because I initially approached her just to do extra work on these uh-huh. Doctor Who shows, etc. Star Wars. Can you imagine doing Marvel movies and Star Wars? And <laughs> I'll, I'll be an extra any day of the week. Don't yeah. worry about it. Anyway, she thought, no, OK, we'll try that. So she actually um, got me involved in uh, the, the show, the documentary, I should say, called Banged Up Abroad. All right. Um, yeah, she said, there's a very small part. Explains me what the part was. I'm playing a prison inmate in a Peruvian jail. Um, if I send you the script, because nowadays, of course, you don't go along for auditions. Nowadays, you you, you shoot yourself, you film yourself right. yeah. doing your lines. So it's all this is all really new to me. I mean, it's, I've not done anything like this sort of thing. So I was really nervous. I got my girlfriend to help me. They sent me the script. I learnt my lines. And then me and my girlfriend stood out here in the yard and, and we shot it a good few times until I was happy with the final one. Yeah. And that's what I posted to her. And the next call I got, she said, yeah, they'd like to offer you the part. And I went, really? Wow. <laughs> really? So she went, yeah. And to her, it was like, you know, water off a duck's back. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> uh, well, this is the fee. I hope you're happy with the fee. And then I'm thinking, fee? I'm not even thinking <laughs> about money. I just want to be in it. You mean you're going to pay me as well? So anyway, yeah, they paid me fantastically. I did one day shooting. We shot in a in a, an old disused college here on the island. They made it out to look like a Peruvian jail, which they uh-huh. did very well. Uh, we had all these Spanish lads involved playing prison guards and prison inmates and what have you. And there I am, little old Tim Polly, who's not done a professional job now. I've not done a, a professional shoot for over 30 years. Yeah. So this was all brand new to me again. It was like back in the day when I got ingrained you for crying out loud, you know. <laughs> I was so honestly new. I was so nervous and excited. And again, all these feelings all over again. When I arrived first thing in the morning on set, I could see all the vans and oh, I thought, oh my God, this is all coming back. I was loving every second of it the minute yeah. I got there. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed myself. I came home that night and my girlfriend, if you'd spoke to her, she'd tell you that I was, I was like I was on drugs. <laughs> I was so I was so high with with what I did that day, yeah. with what was shot, with the fact that I remembered my lines, yeah. um, the fact that I got to meet different people. Oh, I was just so over the moon with all of it. The lunch was the food's always brilliant. <laughs> they they treat you like kings and queens with the food. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah, and it brought it all back to me. It really did. And to cut a long story short, Neil, uh, when they were, when it was due to come out. I'm really eager now to see this. They paid me very well as well for one uh-huh. day. I was over the moon. I couldn't believe the money they threw at me <laughs> for, for one day to shoot, yeah. you know. And I think I had about six lines in total. Um, yeah, cut long story short. Right, it's due out. We're going to go around good friends of ours. They're going to they're going to order the curry and we go around and have a curry. We're all going to get down the TV. We're going to watch <laughs> this show. Well, we talk about, um, what's the word? A massive come down, if you like. Right. Uh, they cut me out. Oh, no. <laughs> Watched an hour's banged up abroad. It's called A Belly Full of Coke. That's the name of the, the episode. It's called A right. Belly Full of Now, because I know the scenes, I can spot myself. I can see myself. Yeah. Where we, when in the bits where I wasn't speaking, I was walking around in the background. Yeah. And actually, I think my girlfriend went, oh, look, there you are. There you are. <laughs> 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 I don't give a. About there I am. <laughs> Where is 
my lines. And I'm saying to them as they're watching it, going, they're cutting me out, guys. I'm telling you now, I can tell by the way it's running, they've cut me out. My scene should have been before this. They've cut me out. I can't believe they've cut me out. They've cut me out. They've actually cut me out. And yeah, yeah. Uh, to this day, I am, I am so, so gutted that they cut me out of the show. Now, people tell me, you know, uh-huh. it ran for 45 minutes and, now, my scenes, I think if I added them up, would last about 15 minutes. And therefore, I can understand yeah. why they've cut my scenes out. They, can, they didn't have to have my scenes for the story. So they cut my scenes out for the time, for the running time. Yeah. Now, people have told me, different people have said, look, why don't you look for the original? Because it will be out there somewhere. Yeah. The full With the 15-minute scenes in, you know. Yeah. So one day, I might get to see it. I might get to see it one day somehow. But well, yeah, well, if, it, if, if anyone's listening... And and they know yeah. how to get and they know how to get older, the unedited version, a banged up yeah. belly full of coke, and, and uh, get in touch. And it was called a, a belly full of coke. That's what the name of the episode was. Yeah, get it, get in uh, touch um, if you know where to find it. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> but going back a little bit further, a little bit further than that, in two thousand and five, you were on Bring Back Rangel with Justin Lee Collins. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was no. very, very pleased as well. Very pleased. They, they invited me back for that. Did, did you do any sort of thing with Justin Lee Collins or was it just literally, can you turn up on this night? See, now, again, again, if I'll just mention, you've mentioned that show there because, yeah, when I say they cut me out of the Banged Up Abroad, <laughs> that's not the first time that's happened to me. Yeah. They invited me, uh, Neil, get this right, I live in Tenerife. Now, yeah. they know I live in Tenerife, but still, they invited me, flights paid, um, accommodation I didn't need I said I'll stay at my mum's I can travel into London yeah. she lives in Canvey Island so I didn't need accommodation so that was okay but I paid my flights and I paid my food and everything for the day's shoot and all the rest uh-huh. of it and Neil they cut me out they <laughs> cut me out cut me out again well, this, that's the first time I've been cut out of a show you know? no sorry times <laughs> when I got cut out of America meeting the president right yeah the okay <laughs> They invite me all the way from Tenerife to appear in a TV show, but cut him out anyway. <laughs> you know, it's only Banksy. It's no no important. It's just bloody Banksy, Tim Polly. Tim who? Tim Polly. That's right. Tim. Yeah. Lee, just he'll go on the uh, cutting room floor. Don't worry about that. So yeah. they cut me out of that. That was a good thing. Back here in Tenerife. Now, get this, Neil. Back here in Tenerife, back in the day when we shot that, yeah. there was a lot of people back here back then. A lot of them have gone now and moved on. But I've got a big crowd together, and I do meet <laughs> a big crowd right. in a bar. In a bar with a 60-foot screen. We're going to see Tim Polly on the big 60-foot screen. Oh, everybody. no. Come on, all come down. Well, you can imagine, can't you? <laughs> I, want, I wanted the floor just to open and swallow me up. Oh, because no way. Again, where are you, Tim? Are you blagging us, Tim? <laughs> you weren't really in it, was you, Tim? Come on. Yeah, you went back to see him film it, didn't you? Uh, you know, what can I say? What can I say? And you, but then, yeah, but you do turn up at the end. Extremely you do, you do turn up getting out your car at the end. So the, yeah, they had a quick stop of me getting out the bloody car. I, I remember yeah. though. <laughs> I remember watching that, thinking this could have been like an easily two or three part program. It was weird. It was like you know how, how they cut it down to one program. I thought yeah. because there was that many people, and, and you know, since doing this podcast, I've realised how many people love Green Jail. That could have been easily, yeah, it's quite, it's easily quite, three, it? two or three parts, like yeah, because everyone's got their own story, as we know from doing this. Yeah. It, 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 it was a shame that he didn't get to, he didn't show everyone's interview. 
should I say? <laughs> yeah, flip. that's right. They could have exactly yeah. like exactly like you said. Now you say it, I totally agree with you. Yeah, the amount of footage I know, they I know did. Blair turned spent... down an interview, didn't she? The, uh, I don't the, know. Yeah, they ambushed her at the, at the, in her in her office, and she said, "No, out you go." But she, I mean, she ended up on the program, but didn't do the the, the, inter- right. the interview part. Like, but yeah. But again, I remember shooting. Uh, I remember shooting a bit like with you here now today. A really good interview, and and I felt the interview went well. I felt like uh-huh. I, I I wasn't stuttering or anything like that. And again, not to see that interview, I was severely gutted. I, yeah. Why? One, why did you invite me back all the way from? It <laughs> wouldn't mind if I just lived up the road in Canby Island. Yeah. I could half understand it maybe, but I flew from Tenerife for crying out loud <laughs> to go and shoot this, and you go and cut me out. What's that all about? I, just, I don't know. <laughs> to this day, I'll never understand. It. But, I, do I mean, know I was you... very, very embarrassed that night when the whole bar. Oh, <laughs> but did you en- did you enjoy the the reunion, the experience, and all yes, that? Like, I loved it. I really loved it. Um, I got to meet old faces I'd not seen for years. Yeah. I did. I loved every minute of it. Um, everything I've ever done, I've always really, really enjoyed it. I must admit. But yeah, going back to there, meeting Lee again, Erkan, Allison, people yeah. that I've not seen for a long while, and seeing how they're getting on in in the world, and yeah. Um, Again, we was all uh, Terry Supat. I'd never met Terry Supat until that day, right. and I felt like I'd known him for years. I yeah. know he's me, and to me, he was Benny on Grange Hill, yeah. like uh, any other kid. Uh, but this is Terry Supat, you know, and I was really privileged and and chuffed the fact that I'd met the man, and yeah. was very sad to hear not long after when he when he was when he lost uh-huh. his life. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, but I did thoroughly thoroughly enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. So. You've mentioned there about living in Tenerife. How did how did that happen? If you don't mind me asking, um, uh, basically, I've come out of a, a ten year relationship with a, a girl in the past. I was uh-huh. severely gutted about that, and somebody offered me four weeks working holiday, which I'd not yeah. had a holiday for years. Uh, go out there, hand some cards out. Basically, we'll pay you for doing it. We'll pay your flights, pay your accommodation, and then come home and carry on with life. You know, but it's one month, four weeks. Out in the sun, Tenerife. Just like a, well, just like a prop, just like a prop for a bar. That's like no, it was, it, it was for a holiday company. I was in oh, right. holiday company. Right. But um, again, cut a long story short, I could not believe all of a sudden the money I was earning. Right. Uh, they were throwing money at me left, right, and centre, and I, I honestly thought it was like a dream. This. <laughs> I'm in the sun. Not only that, the girl I'm with today, her name's Katie. She's from Scotland. Um, I met her in the first week of being here and I was bowled over by her. Yeah. You know, I've got this old relationship in my head, which is what I'm trying to shake off because I was so severely gutted about that when that girl left me because she left me. So I was gutted about that. And then when I came here to Tenerife, one, I'm in the sun, two, in there throwing money at me. And three, I've met this really nice girl called Katie from Scotland. And yeah, and after four weeks, when I summed it all up, I said to this Katie, who I'm still with today, I'm glad to say, uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to go back to England. I'm going to get some bits together and I'm going to come back out here. I'm going to make a go of it. And she actually said to me, it was on the day I was going, I was leaving that afternoon, Neil. Yeah, I was sitting on yeah. the bubble wall with her. And I said to her, I'm going to do that. And she said, well, I'm telling you now, if you're serious and you want to stay here, then you'll stay here now and then go back later yeah. when you're more settled here. And then you might come back. She said, if you go home today, I guarantee you won't come back here when right. you say you next week, etc." And I thought to myself, you know what? She's right. When I go back, I've got a job to go back to. I've got my own flat to go back to, my car, my life, my family. 
you're dead right. This is just going to be like one of those holiday dreams. Yeah. And I won't never go back to Tenerife. And so I thought, no, I want to stay here. I want to do this job. I like you. I'd like to, but she weren't interested in me back then. She, <laughs> she, always, she was not interested in me. Right. She, didn't give an iota. she didn't give an iota about Grange Hill. She was not bothered. Uh, she's 10 years younger than me as well. So she doesn't really remember my character so much. Um, but yeah, uh, so I ripped my ticket up. Right. I didn't go back that day. And that is how I managed to stay here. I stayed for eight weeks by the point. By the time I went back, and decided to come back. I'd been here for eight weeks. Yeah. And I was quite settled in that eight weeks. And yeah, and that's it. I came back to Tenerife after getting some bits to pieces. My mum went berserk. She went absolutely <laughs> ballistic at me. You're 31 years old. You can't just up sticks and go and live in a foreign country. What's the matter with you, son? And all that. I said, no, no, I've made a decision. I've made an executive decision. And that is I'm going to start living here in the sun, in the fun, in Tenerife. Yeah, I'd had enough of being there. Enough, you know. Yeah. And I did, and I'm so glad I did. I've never looked back. The only thing I do regret, if you like, is the fact that I never did really pursue my acting career because right. I live in San Jose. But as yeah. I say, I'm with an amateur group, and I love being with them. So I'm still acting today. Probably. Yeah. So, so what do you do then for work? Um, now I work still for a holiday company. Right. Uh, um, basically, people, basically holidays uh, for for Brits uh, for for British folk. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've done it for a long while now. Yeah, it's a good job. I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, my girlfriend, she sells excursions, and it's just a service with our animals here in the sun. And I love it. I, I honestly yeah. do say yeah. out loud, you know, a beautiful place we live in. How lucky are we to be living um, here? Do you, it might not happen so much in Tenerife, but do you get recognised? Um, believe it or not, <laughs> believe. I tell you what it is, Neil. Uh, people, you know, especially today, I can see that they're looking at me. Hang on, I know you, don't I? I know, do you? Yeah, hang on a minute. I'm going to get it in a minute. And then, for instance, I was talking to a couple the other week doing my job, and and I'm talking away to the woman, and, and the fella said, look, can I butt in here? He said, I know you, don't I? And I said, no, 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 no. Anyway, I know exactly what he's piping on about, yeah. <laughs> but I never give it away. I right. never, ever go, yeah, I'm Banksy. I used to be in Grange Hill. Never, ever, ever, ever. Right. If they get it, then good luck to them, and I'll admit it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't never give them it away. Anyway, yeah. this couple, they ended up going to see my uh, the holiday place that we show off. So he went along and had a look. And then they came back down. And he came running up to me <laughs> and went, I bloody knew I knew you. <laughs> you. And he starts telling me who I am. And he put his hand out. And he's shaking me hand. And he wouldn't let go of me hand. So I'm so, oh, I can't wait until my mate's back. <laughs> I told you, I said I knew him. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, it does still happen from time to time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I haven't changed much. I'm better looking today, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I haven't changed much. I'm still quite noticeable as that character back then. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'd agree with that, to be honest. Um, was that sort of the general public reaction when you were Banksy? Did you get treated like that when you, you know? Uh, a lot. Of, yeah. I had a lot of. Love, if you like, but I also had a lot of, uh, I didn't have a lot, but I had enough, enough that I wanted anyway. I actually got beaten up once for really? being bank. Wow. Yeah, I got set about. My, It's funny enough, my my uh, stepdad last night was reminding me, do you remember when me and your brother went out to sort out those, it was at the end of my street, I was nearly home. Right. And he's just spotted me. Oh, look, there he is, Is that bank said, come on, let's go and, and went over and just started, I can't remember what was said, all I know is a punch was thrown, I hit the deck. 
<laughs> my legs went like a baby giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bang, see what's the matter with me. Get up then. You know, it's like that, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, luckily my brother and my stepdad came to my rescue. Yeah, <laughs> and it's happened on a couple of other occasions as well. It's happened. Uh, not ne- Never got really hurt, but no. certainly um, a, a situations that were sticky and not nice. People escorted me out of the pubs and a couple of lads started on me, but a couple of other lads who also wow. knew who I was stuck up for me. Yeah. And I do believe if those lads didn't stick up for me, I might have got hurt that night. That was in yeah. the working club in East Ham, nice. uh, London. And, yeah, that wasn't a nice experience. But luckily there was people out there that don't take it seriously, do yeah. realise the show and that I am an actor. I'm not really Banksy. You're, and, not, you're not really that, trying to be that hard. Like, yeah, yeah, and I'm certainly not hard enough. I'm not, a, I'm not a fighter. I'm a pacifist, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there is. Um, I've had some experiences, to say the least, yeah. Back in the day, anyway. Back in the you, you've mentioned a few people uh, that you saw on the reunions and stuff. Are you still in touch with people from the cast now? Um, via Facebook. Um, right. I speak to, yeah, I speak to Lee. I speak to Lee Sparks as well. He lives out in Australia now, Lee Sparks, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, he's been on uh, the air. Yeah. He's, he's great, Lee. Yeah, yeah he's a good, he's good And he uh, he, he, he's just exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, see, I didn't really get to work with Lee in the show. No. Lee Sparks, that is. Um, I come along after Jonah, his character, yeah. was out. So, But I do remember Lee, obviously. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and George, who plays Ziggy, yeah. he's the character. He's a proper character. He is. Yeah. He does have me in stitches on his remarks <laughs> and his comments, the stuff he does on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has me laughing. He really does have me laughing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a few people I speak to. Not everyone, but I do speak to a few people. Uh Again, living out here, I mean, not just those folk, but everybody else I fell out of touch with, really. It's, yeah. it's only because of Facebook and, and social media now is really why we've, we've managed yeah. to all link up again, in a way. Yeah. no, oh, brilliant, brilliant. That is the good side of social media, isn't it? Do you know what well, I mean? Because yeah. social media can, has got a horrible side as well, but that's the really that's good right. side yeah. of social media there. Okay, so we are coming towards the end of uh, the interview, Tim, and I've got a few just a few questions which are all Grangeal related. Last year there was it was it was in the news that there's gonna be a Grangeal movie. What are your thoughts on that? Uh I'm glad you asked me that. Um first of all I heard through the grapevine that it's been shelved. Um, right. okay. I hope that's not true. Because yeah, I for one first of all, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Grangeal's got a very good following still to this day, uh-huh. which is Quite surprising, but it has. It, it was a very well-liked programme. It was uh-huh. the first sort of TV drama for kids, wasn't it, back in the day? Yeah, yeah. There was nothing like that before that. And, yeah, so people of our age now, our, our, our generation, do remember it's good, fond memories, Grangeal. Yeah. And so I do believe there is a market for a, a little movie. I do believe that. And and with today's issues in the world, because unlike back in those days, it'd be different for the kids today. Yeah. Uh, again, like you say, social media and things like that. Um, and the way that the country is today compared to what it was back then. So it's, there's some good stories I think they could use. Um, and, yeah, and if they decide to bring back some original cast members, I, for one, would love. Brilliant. I would love <laughs> the chance. It's to be an adult actor. That's what it is, Neil. I don't, yeah. I've not really had a proper chance to be an adult actor, apart from on stage yeah. as amateur productions. And, and I've done some stuff on stage over here, and I've had some bloody good write-ups. And I'm really, really pleased about that. People yeah. have noted me and 
and yeah, and I've had some good write-ups and good feedback. So I think I feel in my heart I'm able to do it. Yeah. And I feel like I can act. So I want to act and I want to prove not just to everybody else, but to myself that yeah. I can do it. So to be given an opportunity, like to appear in that movie, even if it was just a very small Banksy appeared cameo part, if you like. Yeah. That would do. Just to be in the midst of it, to be involved again. Yeah. 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 I would I would love it. I just hope it, it's not true that it's been shelved. I, I can't remember where I read or heard that. Right. But I just hope that's not true. And I hope they do do it. And I do hope, yeah, they get in touch and give me a little shot at it. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So you mentioned about the fact that you watch Grangeville and, and you're like there. So other than Banksy, who was your favourite character in Grangeville? Oh, wow. Favourite character. Um, Gripper, really. I used to love watching Gripper. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, we all started out with Tucker, so he yeah. was always a, a favourite yeah. character. <laughs> Again, I've never met Ted, Todd Carty. No? No, I've never met him, no. Right. Um, uh, in my time, I don't think, in my actual period when I was in it, uh, I don't think I would have wanted to play anybody else. No. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed playing Banksy, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't really see... When I look back at the characters now, I can't see myself being any good for any of the other characters, right. if you like. Yeah. I think I was suited. When they say good casting, I do believe they did cast it well. Uh, and yeah, I enjoyed playing Banksy. I don't think there was anyone else. As I say, I loved Gripper. I thought he was a great character. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I but mean, no, I enjoyed Banksy. I really did. Yeah. No, that's that, that, that's cool. Uh, the thing with Banksy, when he, when he came in, Banksy and Zamo. Was so alike, weren't they? Do you know what I mean? They were, yeah. and that, that's why there was those clashes because they were so alike. They were, they were probably liked by all their mates, but they were just, you know, uh, they could snap easy, could because they were both hard lads. Do you know what I mean? So that was, <laughs> that was the thing. Like, um, yeah. okay then. So you wouldn't have liked to have played uh, anyone else. Okay, that's all right. So why the, the final question I always ask everyone is why do you think? And you've mentioned it a couple of times. Why do you think there is still such affection for Grange Hill? Um, I think, like I was saying earlier, it, it, the fact that it was a, it was a, a TV drama for kids, and it uh-huh. was an actual drama. So back in the day, when they when they first aired that, and 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 kids started to get in watching it, I think me, like millions of other kids in the country, absolutely warmed to it and loved it immediately. It was dealing with issues that we all dealt with at school. Uh-huh. Um, bullying racism stuff like that um school pregnancies and it was dealing with all the issues that actually go on in schools today or back then in the day like uh in the uk so it immediately struck a chord with millions of kids and the fact that it did strike such a chord and that it went on the characters were very good the characters were well written Uh the scripts were well written and the fact that it was a children's tv show but almost put out like an adult drama, yeah. if you like. It was very gritty back in the day. Yeah. Um, the fact that it went out like an adult drama, but it was for kids. Yeah, I just think it works so, so well. And then to this day, of course, you've got all our generation. And it, it, it's uh, it's a memory. But it, it takes you back, doesn't it? It's, yeah, uh, definitely. You grew up with Grange Hill. Um, definitely. And I do believe that's why it's still so, so popular today. Uh I mean, whether or not they could uh, reshoot it again today now with today's kids and, and today's schools, I don't know. I, just, I don't know if it would 
I really don't know the answer to that. I don't know if it would work quite the same. I don't uh-huh. think maybe kids are a bit different today because, you know, they've got the social media. They're not back in our day. We'd play it in the street, wouldn't we? <laughs> you know, we'd be getting muddy. And like, stuff like, like the and boys playing football in Tuckersworth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kids today are so different, aren't they? They've got their faces in their tablets and their phones. Yeah. and But yeah, maybe they could redo it again. I don't know. I think they should definitely maybe do a movie. Um, uh-huh. I think it would it would have an audience. I think it would be interesting. Uh, and I do think it would have a, an old audience, of course, and it would yeah. also grab some new audience as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do think that's why it's so popular, though, because it was such a well-written, good, gritty drama. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> fully agree. We it never pandered to kids, did it? Do you know what I mean? It didn't talk down to kids, did it? Yeah, Angel, like, it, was, no. it was real, wasn't it? You know, it's so, like it was in the kids' eyes, the viewers. That is, it's like it was made by kids. Yeah. Showing kids. Yeah. Because it was so on the kids' level. It yeah. was our way of thinking, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Well, Tim. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been brilliant. No, thank you. Thank Talk you, Neil. No, not a problem. Uh, I really enjoyed myself. It's been Excellent. a long while since I spoke about it any of it. So, <laughs> yeah, you've reminded me of a few things, I can say. <laughs> brilliant. And you'll have to ask around about who, who told me about Coventry. I would like to know who told me that. I really would. Uh, um, yeah. I'm trying to remember exactly who was there when it happened. <laughs> No, but honestly, it, it, it's been great talking to you. So uh, thanks again for coming on. And uh, anyone that's listening, I'll speak to you next time. Cheers. Thanks. All right. And don't forget, Neil, if anyone mentions the movie, say, you know that Tim Polly? He's very yeah. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I will, Tim. All right. Thank you very much. No worries. Bye-bye.